Uh, we are continuing uh, Canto 4, Chapter 20, Verse 14. Okay. So, this is Lord Vishnu's appearance in the sacrificial arena. So, to give protection to the general mass of people who are citizens of the state is the prescribed occupational duty of a king. By acting in that way, the king in his next life shares one-sixth of the result of the pious activities of the citizens. But a king or executive head of the state who simply collects taxes from the citizens but does not give them proper protection as human beings as a result of his own pious activities take, taken away by the citizen and in exchange for his not giving protection, he becomes liable for punishment for the impious activities of his subjects. Now there are a couple of uh, disclaimers over here. Now these disclaimers are simply like this. That uh, last time when we were doing uh, that particular episode where King Prithu has been told by Vishnu that you have to behave in a particular way, you have to take care of your subjects. Uh, first and foremost is the duties. You have to do your duties for which you are born. And secondly, you have to go towards the divine in terms of devotion, love and devotion. Now, he is just describing the type of duties which are basically for the king. What are the uh, duties for the king if he is governing them properly? See, what is the job of a king? The job of a king is to govern properly. Every human being has a job. Something or the other is his job. What is the job? It is called the duty which is prescribed for that particular individual. It may so happen. Now, we have various, uh, just for example, I will give, see, only when I give examples will you understand. You will find that some of the people, you know, I mean, rather some dogs, they have long two teeth. They are called canines, you know, canines. Now, what are the canines for? The canines are for tearing the flesh. Then there are molars. The molars are for grinding it into a pulp. Now, you cannot use one for another and another for one. That means when you are cutting the flesh and all, the, the, the animals are supposed to use the canines. They are biting into it. In the same way, human beings are also born for that particular purpose, whatever the purpose is it. Now, if there is a particular person who is a sweeper, one who sweeps the road, now he has been sweeping the road for the last 20-30 years. Now that is the specific duty of that particular person. Now imagine that person says, I don't want to sweep from tomorrow, but I want to become a political leader. That is not his job. Yeah, the thing is, uh, it is not, yeah. So the thing is, we cannot, that person is not supposed to take a political charge. Now, you will find that there are specific families like the Queen of England. Now, the entire family, the lineage is the royalty. You will find that her son may be appointed as the king, hence after that. Or maybe if he is not there, then somebody else who is a royalty. Now, you will find that somebody appearing from outside and taking over the kingdom is not doing the right thing. So at such point in time, what is the duty of that particular king? He is supposed to do what he is supposed to do. That means the job for which he is born. So every individual is born for a particular duty. Okay, That is called Swadharma. Now Swadharma is important. Now King Prithu has been told about his Swadharma. No, 
if you break away from the swadharma even if you are successful in any other role of yours krishna has said this very clearly even if you do somebody else's role and you do it excellently still you are falling down in the duty see in in one particular place where he has very clearly told arjuna that your job is to fight your job is not to rule ruling part is to be done by yudhishthir isn't it and that is the reason why he is appointed as the king who is going to rule and what is the job of arjuna his job is to go and conquer kingdoms so that is the reason why you will find that once the mahabharat war is over you will find that yudhishthir takes over as the king king regent of that particular place and arjuna then there are lots of ashwamey yagyas conducted by the king and arjuna's job is to accompany that and see that the kingdoms are acquired that is his job his job is not to rule so everybody has been giving specific tasks so that is the reason why this is a very important verse which says to give protection what is the job of the king the king has to take give protection to the general masses now when the king is doing this thing and when he is very judicious then what happens it is mentioned over here that one sixth of the good karmas which are performed by the people are going to the king that means what because he has taken up the responsibility of the praja he is a very nice king and he is taking the responsibility of the praja so he enjoys additional good karmas that means he is supposed to get this one sixth of the result of the pious activities of the citizens but a king or an executive of the head of a state who simply collects taxes there are people who just collect taxes and taxes and taxes without offering anything to the citizens now such type of people what what are they supposed to do actually they are supposed to offer protection and everything but the king is not even doing that so what do you do so he becomes liable for punishment the king becomes liable for punishment that means every person who is in a position uh, if you remember we have also described the four four varnas that are there basically first one is a non existent that is what we call as the brahmins the brahmins do not exist because the knowers of brahma are zero i think in number okay the second one is called the kshatriyas kshatriyas are the ruling class the people who rule others vaishyas are basically the one who do business transactions and the third one are the normal labor workers and every other person on this planet earth so now think about it they now this particular person this king is a kshatriya kshatriya has got a particular job now even in a factory or a company if you have a boss who is not doing his duty that particular boss will be liable for punishment of impious activities even of his subjects because of him the subjects are not doing that means under that boss there are people there are employees no and the employees are performing but there are certain wrong things that are happening if the boss is not doing the job and the employees are all not doing the job the employees since the whatever sins that they have committed imagine one sixth of them getting added to yours 
that will be very troublesome, isn't it? So that means you have to take the others bar also, yes. It's like a karja. Lord Vishnu continued, My dear King Prithu, if you continue to protect the citizens according to the instructions of the learned Brahmana authorities, as they are received by the disciplinic succession, by hearing from master to disciple, and if you follow the religious principles laid down by them, without attachment to your ideas manufactured by mental concoctions, then every one of your citizens will be happy and will love you and very soon you will be able to see, see uh, <coughs> such already liberated personalities as the four Kumaras, Sanaka, Sanatana, Sanadhana and Sanat Kumara. A very important verse again. Vishnu is telling Prithu, see, you have to follow the instructions as laid down by the Brahmana authorities. That means there are instructions which are given that this is how you are supposed to do your job. Everybody's job has been specifically noted and the task has been laid out. So what he says, as they are received, how are they supposed to do the job? As they are received by a disciple of a guru. The guru is there and the shishya is there. The guru is supposed to give instructions to the shishya. Okay? So, they are received by the disciplic succession by hearing. When you hear from the master that you have to do this from master to disciple and if you follow them as per the religious principles laid down by them that means they have to be followed in a specific way. Please do not use your mind and try to follow it in the way that you want to follow. And this line is also there. So let me emphasize on this line again. Without attachments to ideas manufactured by mental concoctions. Did you understand this? The Guru is telling instructions. Follow them exactly to the T. Don't try to use your brain. That is called mental concoctions. Don't say... Oh, I thought this is a much better idea. I'm sorry, who has told you that that is a much better idea? That is not a much better idea. If the, if the Shishya has been given an instruction, they have to follow it without attachments to ideas manufactured by mental concoctions. If you follow them, if you exactly follow what your Guru's instructions are, then what happens? then very soon you will be able to see the Sanat Kumar, Sanatanas and all, all the, the realized souls. Then you will be able to follow that particular path. Now, what is all these instructions being given to King Prithu? Now you may say, Prithu, if you remember, we did, we did the last chapter. And in that last chapter we said, now we understand who Prithu is. It was already written, mentioned in the verses. Prithu is nobody but you yourself. Isn't it? There is no Prithu anywhere outside. So Prithu is you. All the gods, the kingdoms and everything is inside of you. All the everything that is meant. You want to see the heavens, you want to see the hells, you want to see the earth. All the gods, they are within you. It was mentioned and we have done number of verses on that. So here, the instructions are also very clear to Prithu. Prithu is told that you have to follow the particular instructions as laid down by the scriptures. And if you follow them, then you will reach me. 
My dear king, I am very captivated by your elevated qualities and excellent behavior, and thus I am very favorably inclined towards you. You may therefore ask from me any benediction you like. One who does not possess elevated qualities and behavior cannot possibly achieve my favor simply by performance of sacrifice, severe austerities, or mystic yoga. But I always remain equipoised in the heart of one who is also equipoised in all circumstances. Very important line once again. So what is mentioned over here? I will give you the, those things. That means I will grant you your wishes. Whom will he grant the wishes? Only to those people who are equipoised in their life. Remember in the last verse, yesterday we did one verse where it was mentioned what is the meaning of the word equipoise. You are not supposed to sway right and left. No. If somebody is saying something bad to you, you are not supposed to say something good to that person and in a you know, balance, that is not the way. You are supposed to come to equanimity. Come in the center. Somebody is praising you doesn't mean that you know you cut up the person. No, not necessary. That means you are not supposed to use like a, a pendulum. We are not a pendulum. We are not a swinging door. Correct? You know, swinging door, it goes right, left, right, left. No. Imagine you have put one block in the middle and there is only push and pull on one side. So, when the door opens like this and it will close on one, one side. And the door opens this side, it will close on one side. This is what you are supposed to do. Not swing right, left, right, left. You see, in the olden times, they used to do that, those kinds of doors, you know. But that way you are not supposed to. So here in this case, it is said that one who possesses these elevated qualities, only those who are possessed of elevated qualities and behavior. And behavior. What kind of behavior is this? This behavior is very benevolent, kind, cooperative, those kind of behaviors. Only those people who have this kind of behavior, who do not show any anger, greed, lust or any such type of thing. See, some people follow instructions when you put a gun against their head. You know, if you don't do this, then you are going to get into trouble. Isn't it? When you put a gun against a person's head and then the person is doing, what is the difference between that person and a dog? Or, a, or a, you know, a bell, what do you call a bell? A bullock. There is no difference between such type of people. So that means that person is doing out of anger for no rhyme or reason. Such a type of a work will never get the benediction of the Lord. Will never ever get the benediction of the Lord. You have to do it with equanimity. Equanimity means what? The Guru has given instructions. You better follow them. Don't come up with negative ideas or anything like that. Don't use your mind. Just follow the instructions to the T. That is what is mentioned. Secondly, what is important? Don't get angry over what is being told to you. Even if you are told to go and sweep the roads, there is no need to get angry. There is no need to show that discomfort over there. There is no need. Imagine that is a job that you have been given. Why not do it very nicely? So, my favor simply by performance of sacrifices. You see, what happens is, a person who is doing the job reluctantly will never get favors of the divine. So, one who does not possess elevated qualities and behavior 
cannot possibly achieve my favor simply by performance of sacrifice understood simply doing the work for the sake of doing not at all interested in doing such a type of a person will never get the favor of the divine krishna will never be favorable to such kind of person or does severe austerities or mystic yoga mystic yoga means what all those kinds of yogas that are there you know you kind of doing hatha yoga and pranayam and this and that and all those kind of things you are doing it just because there is a gun put against your head don't do such kind of work because you are never going to get any favor from the lord but ha huh? ha koi bhi yoga any job it's is basically a job you are you have been given a particular job what is a kind of job that is that is your swadharma isn't it and the guru is giving instruction do it like this what happens you will say why should i do this is not the way to do i have better methodologies you don't teach me how is to be done that means there is no surrender there is no way of knowing so what krishna is saying over here is you have to follow the instruction follow them to the t do them without getting angry do them because it has to be done in the most conducive manner but if you use your mind or if you again what happens is if you are doing it just for the sake of doing by having anger and some such type of a qualities such type of work will never fructify and he will never get the grace of the divine lord will not be benevolent to him but i always remain equipoised in the heart of one who is also equipoised in all circumstances somebody who is equipoised doesn't swing right right or left such a type of a person i am also quite favorable to this kind of a person there is a small para which they have given uh, what kind of qualities they have of the devotee he is kind to everyone he does not quarrel with anyone is fixed in the absolute truth is equal to everyone is faultless is charitable is mild is clean simple benevolent peaceful completely attached to krishna has no material hankering is meek is steady is self controlled does not eat more than required is sane is respectful is humble grave compassionate friendly poetic expert and silent such a type of a qualities of a <laughs> they should be there i uh, i'll send you the list you can tick and send me back the answers <laughs> okay we'll do the next one the great saint maitreya continued my dear vidura in this way maharaj prithu the conqueror of the entire world accepted the instructions of the supreme personality of godhead on his head so prithu then accepted everything that the divine lord told him and said after this he will do that as king indra was standing by he became ashamed of his own activities and fell down before king prithu to touch his lotus feet but prithu maharaj immediately embraced him in great ecstasy and gave up envy against him for his having stolen the horses meant for the sacrifice at such point in time what happened was indra becomes very he become very sad that he has been he has troubled prithu maharaj by robbing his horses you know he was doing the ashwamegh yagya so he says i'm very sorry and so immediately what prithu does is he embraces the that lord indra king indra king prithu abundantly worshiped the lotus feet of the supreme personality of godhead who was so merciful to him while worshiping the lotus feet of the lord prithu maharaj gradually increased his ecstasy in devotional service 
the moment you touch the feet of the Lord, what happens? You go into a sort of an ecstatic devotion, you know, you really feel lost in, in a world which you don't even know where you are. The Lord was just about to leave, but because he was so greatly inclined towards the behavior of King Prithu, he did not depart. Seeing the behavior of Maharaj Prithu with his lotus eyes, he was detained because he is always the well-wisher of his devotee. The original king, Maharaj Prithu, his eyes full of tears and voice faltering and choked up, could neither see the Lord very distinctly nor speak to address the Lord in any way. He simply embraced the Lord within his heart and remaining standing in that way with folded hands. The Supreme Personality of God had stood with his lotus feet almost touching the ground while he rested in front of his hand on the raised shoulders of Garuda, the enemy of the snakes. Maharaj Prithu, wiping the tears from his eyes, tried to look upon the Lord, but it appeared that the king was not fully satisfied by, at look, by looking at him. Thus the king offered the following prayers. My dear Lord, you are the best of the demigods who can offer benediction. Why therefore should any learned person ask you for benediction meant for living entities bewildered by the modes of nature? So he says, why should I ask you for any favours? Such benedictions are available automatically, even in the lives of living entities suffering in hellish conditions. My dear Lord, you can certainly bestow merging into your existence, but I do not wish to have such a benediction. The king is very smart. He understands the truth. So what he says to the... Uh, what, he, what does he say? He says to the Lord, See, I know that even just by being here, you have done such a great favour on me. And then he says, See, any which way, the favours are going to be coming to every person, even if he is suffering in the hellish conditions, if, because he is a devotee of the Lord. Okay? So this much he has understood. So that is what he tells the Lord. My dear Lord, I therefore do not wish to have the benediction of merging into your existence. A benediction for which there is no existence of the nectarian beverage of your lotus feet. I want the benediction of at least one million years. For thus I may be able to hear about the glories of your lotus feet from the mouth of the pure devotees. One of the qualities of the pure devotee is to sing songs for the divine, isn't it? So you will find that there are bhajans, kirtans, you will find that those who have, uh, those who have read Ramakrishna Paramahansa's book, he used to keep on singing songs to the divine lord continuously. He was always singing, always lost in ecstasy. Why? Because when you sing songs to the divine, then you go in a complete state of oneness with the divine. And that is the reason why Prithu Maharaj says, Can you give me so many years so that every now and then I can keep on listening to the divine Lord's words? You know, somebody is singing, somebody is talking about the divine. So can I hear those things? My dear Lord, you are glorified by the selected verses uttered by great personalities. Such glorification of your lotus feet is just like saffron particles. When the transcendental vibration from the mouths of great devotees carries the aroma of the saffron dust of your lotus feet, the forgetful living entity gradually remembers his eternal relationship with you. Devotees thus gradually come to the right conclusion about the value of life. My dear Lord, I therefore do not need any other benediction but the opportunity to hear from the, from the mouth of your pure devotee. So he says, you see, when the devotees are singing songs or when they are talking such nice things or telling stories, 
you know in um, uh, most of the villages and all you will find that they have that uh, they come with the dholak and all and then they they sing the songs of the lord in a sort of a kirtan type you know sometimes even this uh, in karnataka also there is this uh, play yeah harikatha is there and then there are in most of the places even in west bengal there are the bowls are there b a u l s both those are the people they keep on singing the songs about the lord and dancing and singing so if you hear them then your devotion increases so he says your glorification is just like the saffron particles saffron saffron particles you know the small things which are there which are i think the uh, stamen is it all that yeah the stamen of a particular flower and that is collected is uh, in afghanistan and some parts of kashmir and all is collected and that is what it, if you dip it in little bit of milk it will give the yellow color to the milk yeah so that is the thing so his legs are like that as if you know the saffron is put on his legs why why is he talking like that you know because the feet the head the body is coated with chandan you know chandan is applied now you will find that his whole body smells of chandan only all the time and he has the chandan marks all over the place and they so so he is talking about that and the the smell is very intoxicating very very intoxicating you cannot even imagine the kind of the suvas as we call it you know the beauty of the smell that is coming is amazing so he carries the aroma of the saffron dust as if the saffron dust you know saffron it gives a particular aroma again chandan if you if you have the original chandan lep you just smell that lep how beautiful it's you know it's amazing smell it has got so exactly like that so he says your lotus feet the forgetful living entity gradually remembers his eternal relationship we only remember this life's relationship we don't remember the last life or the life before or the life before so what he says the moment you get that suvas you are lost in the divine eternal relationship that you are having with the lord and that is the so that is the right conclusion about the value of life then only the value of life is there otherwise what is the point in living a life like this where you are doing literally nothing so my dear highly glorified lord if one in the association of a pure devotee hears even once the glories of your activities he does not unless he has nothing but an animal give up the association of the devotees for no intelligent person would be so careless as to leave their association the perfection of chanting and hearing about your glories was accepted even by the goddess of fortune who desired to hear your unlimited activities and transcendental glories now think about it where there is a harikirtan or where there is a words of the lord are being said or the satsangs are going on where the divine lord's name is being taken continuously at that point in time there are some people who are involved in doing something of their own or they are not interested in listening or they are thinking about something else they are thinking about what they are supposed to eat or what they are supposed to go to where they are supposed to go what is the point such a type is nothing but an animal just now only i said you know just uh, three lines before i said you know the person is like a dog who doesn't listen you have to give uh, you know take a stick and uh, beat the dog otherwise you see the dog is not going to listen it's exactly like that so you behave like an animal if you are listening to the words you have to be completely lost in them 
Now I wish to engage in the service of the lotus feet of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and to serve just like the Goddess of Fortune who carries a lotus flower in her hand. Because His Lordship, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, is the reservoir of all transcendental qualities. I am afraid that the Goddess of Fortune and I would quarrel because both of us would be attentively engaged in the same service. And this is a problem which happens when, uh, when the div- divinity is being praised by every other devotee. And this is, if you go through most of the Purans, you will find that Lakshmi always gets very angry. Because she believes that she is the only one who loves him the most. And every other devotee is literally falling at the feet of the Lord and offering their ultimate love to that Lord. At such point in time, normally there is a friction. And uh, that is the reason why you will find that Tulsi was banished from the front of God's you know, Krishna. I, one of the one of these uh, satsangs, I had given the story of Tulsi being literally thrown out of that place. So here it's the same. And Lakshmi literally curses her and says, you go away from here. Actually, it's Radha who does it. I should not say Lakshmi. So, my dear Lord of the universe, the goddess of fortune Lakshmi is the mother of the universe. And yet I think that she may be angry with me because of my intruding upon her service and acting in that very platform to which she is so much attached. Yet I am hopeful that even though there is some misunderstanding, you will take my part for you are very much inclined to the poor and always magnify even insignificant service unto you. Therefore, even though she becomes angry, I think that there is no harm for you because you are so self-sufficient that you can do without her. (laughs) So this is the part where the devotee is telling the Lord, he says, See, you please accept my services. Because see, what happens is, even if Lakshmi gets angry with it, you are there, you will handle everything, you will please take care of all this. So all the nonsense that happens in the world, is telling Krishna or telling Vishnu at that point in time, because the avatar which is there right in front of him is the Vishnu avatar. So he says, all this misunderstanding which is going to happen, you are self-sufficient and you should do without her. You can do without her. Great saintly persons who are always liberated, take to your devotional service because only by devotional service can one be relieved from the illusions of material existence. Oh my Lord, there is no reason for the liberated souls to take shelter at your lotus feet except that such souls are constantly thinking of your feet. My dear Lord, what you have said to your unalloyed devotee is certainly very much bewildering. The allurement you offer in the Vedas are certainly not suitable for pure devotees. People in general, bound by the sweet words of the Vedas, engage themselves again and again in fruitive activities, enamored by the results of their actions. This line will tell you something very strange. You see, we have been followers of the Vedas. There are four Vedas. And we have been following the Vedas right up to T. Isn't it? And some of the very important things in the Vedas are, you know, how? You have to do neti neti. Okay? Neti neti, not this, not this. And you are supposed to say aham brahmasmi. And all those mahavakyas are there. Follow the suktams. And how many suktas are there? N number of suktas are there. N number of prayers are there. So many offerings are there. So many prayers are there. And Prithu Maharaj is telling <coughs> Vishnu, I don't think these things are important for us. Why? Because the Lord is beyond the Vedas. So he says, 
they are certainly not suitable for the pure devotee a pure devotee need not follow any of these instructs of the vedas a devotee who has completely surrendered to krishna need not follow even a single thing contained in the vedas they just have to surrender to the divine that is all so the vedas are certainly not suitable for pure devotees got it so people in general those who are bound by the sweet word of vedas engage what do these people do they keep on engaging themselves oh the pandit ji and the maharaj has told me you know i have to make you know 1000 laddus and offer it offer to the divine and do this and do that and that day when we went for that function also you must have seen you know get so many nariyal get so many this thing and put kumkum over here put this over there how many rules and regulations and as many number of people that are there no they will all want to give instructions to you and how many instructions will you follow first and foremost there is a pandit ji you have to follow his then grandfather is there and uh, yeah relative is there and brother is there and aunt is there and uncle. everybody comes with their own list no 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 now you have to put a new sari hari but i have already put the fourth sari and you are telling me one more sari no 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 these people have to be given these gifts why it is written in the vedas okay it is written in the puranas and the vedas that you got to offer them like this actually there is nothing like that if you are a devotee of the lord let me tell you these fruitive activities are of no value krishna is very clear in this this is if you want you can quote this line to those people line number 30 okay canto 4 chapter 20 and tell them you know this is what the instructions are don't i have been told by krishna not to follow this <laughs> so <laughs> so tomorrow you will get a lot of people beating you <laughs> if you do that also <laughs> people in general bound by the sweet words of the veda the vedas vedic words are very sweet they will say you know see you have to pray to this agni well, basically in the in the, what do, what are you going to do in the agni ko sakshi manke you know all that thing are you not going to go around that sat phere and all that of course you are you have to do all that so all those things are written in the vedas and the shastras and you are supposed to follow them so he says over here people in general are bound by the sweet words of the vedas engage themselves again and again in fruitive activities they continuously they keep on doing the same thing fruitive activities means acche se shaadi hona chahiye sabka aashirwad milna chahiye sabka ye hona chahiye uske liye karna padta hai they are enamored by the results of their action and they are so glorified by the action and you will find and this is a very funny thing which happens in the weddings kitne ka sona chadaya kitna ye diya kitna wo diya it's all nonsense but still everybody wants to know all that and they will want to know are you wearing a new sari did you wear this last time <laughs> as if those things are there in the instructions in the veda those are fruitive activities the lord has no value for them zero value he says you are not bound by the vedas do simple things simplicity in very simplicity is all that is required my lord due to your illusory energy all living beings in the material world would have forgotten their real constitutional position and out of ignorance they are always desire of material happiness in the form of society friendship and love therefore please do not ask me for some material benefit from you but as a father not waiting for the son's demand does everything for the benefit of the son please bestow upon me whatever you think best from me so what does he say he says to krishna 
He says, Krishna, please think of me as your son. And just like a father, a benevolent father, what he does to the son, just grant me that much, that is more than enough. You give me your love, that is more than enough. So, I don't want to follow all those material kind of things, you know, which are mentioned in the Vedas and the Shastras. I am not at all interested. And don't even say to me that you ask me for a boon. Because, you know, Krishna has said, okay, you can ask me for a boon. Tell me what you want. So, Prithu Maharaj is very clear about it. He says, I don't want to have any of those things. The great sage Maitreya continued by saying that the Lord, the seer of the universe, after hearing Prithu Maharaj's prayers, addressed the king. My dear king, may you always be blessed by engaging in my devotional service. Only by such purity of purpose as you yourself very intelligently express can one cross over the insurmountable illusory energy of Maya. So the Lord is very much pleased with the words of Prithu Maharaj and he says, I am so happy that you are saying these kind of words that you have not asked for anything and because of which you have shown that you are the highest devotee to me and because of that you will be always blessed blessed and you will always be involved in the devotional service and because of the purity of the purpose there is no no you know people have this something hidden in their heart and they will talk something and they will want something else since you don't have any of those hidden qualities now that is the reason why you will be able to cross this ocean of this life properly and come to me devotional service devotional service ha huh. that is all that you got to do Basically, you are supposed to, you know, devotional service is all about prayer, talking nicely to God, singing His songs, losing Himself continuously at the feet of the Lord. Basically, this is the only thing that is required. All those Vedic instructions are meant for the material worldly people. Those who are involved in day-to-day activity, you know, they are supposed to follow the instructions of the Vedas and the Shastras. But for those who are the devotee of the Lord, those who are completely lost, you see, all these great sages who are there, in Karnataka, how many great sages are there? All those sages, what they were doing? They were just singing the divine Lord's name, continuously lost in the divine. But that is exactly what they were doing. So this is what a person needs to do. And at that point in time, the person is not at all concerned with any of the injunctions that are there. You cannot do this, you cannot do that, and all, nothing like that. Yeah, every activity has to be directed to the feet of the Lord. That's it. Just do your mati- See, in the previous lines, you were given an idea about the, you follow the instructions, these, that, all those things. This is nothing but creating devotional service for the divine. That's it. There are three stages which are meant for the purpose of reaching the divine. The first stage is called the Guru. Guru stage. Where you meet your Guru, the Guru is giving you instructions after instructions, do this, like this, like this, like this, like this, like this, like this. And you keep on surrendering to Him and doing whatever is needed. Second one is to reach the state of a Bhagwan. That means the Divine. The second stage is Divine, which is called you have reached the state of Godhood. Third stage, which is the final stage, is called pure love. Prema. Not prema, that normal type of prema that is there. But this is the divine love for the divine, love for the divine. I explained a few days ago, the love for the divine is like Radha's love. You see, I gave one story, I will say it for your benefit. What happens once upon a time that Krishna has gone away 
and Radha is singing and dancing in her village. And she is already married. Okay. She is singing and dancing and everybody is wondering how come Radha is dancing and singing and not at all, uh, you know, she is not feeling bad that Krishna has gone away. So Yashoda, she comes to him, she asks him, what is this Radha? You are always singing, dancing, running, doing this, doing that and what is this? Are you not feeling bad that my son has gone? She says, what? Why should I be ba- feeling bad or feeling sad just now? She says, what is there next to you? So Yashoda says, you know, oh, there is a calf over here. He says, what is, what is next to the calf? Oh, that's a cow. What is behind the cow? There is a tree. And what is there on the tree? There are small fruits. Jambuls are there. You know, jambuls. Those black color jambuls are there. So she says, that is what you see, no? I don't see like that. I see Krishna standing in front of me. There is Krishna over there in that calf, which you see as a calf. There is Krishna in that cow, which I see. That There is no tree over there. There is Krishna. And all those jambuls that you see on the tree are Krishna themselves. I have not gone away from Krishna at all. But this is called the devotional service for the divine. Where you never lose yourself out of that place. You are always, yes, you always see God in everything. That is the highest. That is called prema. And the last week we were discussing about something which is called Raganuga Bhakti. The highest kind of bhakti that is there. Okay? It's an ultimate kind of a bhakti that is there. That is devotion. A particular type of a devotion where you lose everything that you have. You have surrendered your mind, body, soul, everything you have surrendered to the feet of the Lord. And yet you have maintained little, very little bit of ego in you. Why you want to maintain? Otherwise, you will not be able to pray to the Lord. Otherwise, how will you see His beautiful face? Otherwise, how will you be lost in Him? If that also is lost, you will not be existing yourself, isn't it? So this is exactly the state of Ramakrishna Paramahansa. Ramakrishna Paramahansa or Ramana Maharishi. These people were lost in that kind of a devotional service. You see this uh, Mirabai or Kabir. They were exactly like that. So that is the kind of thing that you have to be lost in. So then only you will be able to overcome the Maya. My dear king, O protector of the citizens, henceforth be very careful to execute my orders and not be misled by anything. Anyone who lives in that way, simply carrying out my orders faithfully, will always find good fortune all over the world. So, Krishna is telling the, the king, he is saying, See, I have given you instructions. Now, what you are supposed to do, exactly what you are supposed to do, I have given you the instructions. When you follow the instructions, you will always have good fortune at your feet. The great sage Maitreya told Vidura, the Supreme Personality of Godhead amply appreciated the meaningful prayers of Maharaj Prithu. Thus, after being properly worshipped by the king, the Lord blessed him and decided to depart. King Prithu worshipped the demigods, the great sages, the inhabitants of the Pitra Loka, the inhabitants of Gandharva Loka, and those of Siddha Loka, Charana Loka, Panna Loka, Panaga Loka, Kinnara Loka, Apsara Loka, the ex- earthly planets and the planets of the birds. He also worshipped many other living entities who presented themselves in the sacrificial arena. With folded hands, he worshipped all these, as well as the Supreme Personality of Godhead and the personal associates of the Lord by offering sweet words and as much wealth as possible. After this function, they all went back to their respective abodes, following in the footsteps of Lord Vishnu. The infallible Supreme Personality of Godhead, having captivated the mind of the king and the priest who were present, returned to his abode in the spiritual sky. 
King Prithu then offered his respectful obeisance unto the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is the Supreme Lord of all the demigods. Although not an object of material vision, the Lord revealed himself in the sight of Maharaj Prithu. After offering obeisance unto the Lord, the king returned to his home. Uh, this ends this particular chapter, Lord Vishnu's appearance in the sacrificial arena of Maharaj Prithu. See, this chapter which talked about what is it that is expected of the king to do. It's not only the king. You are the king. You are the person. You are Kripithu yourself. The divine lord is within you. He is always staying in the heart region. The region of the heart. And all these lokas that are mentioned over here. How many lokas that are mentioned? The Pitra Loka, Gandharva Loka, Siddha Loka, all these Lokas are there. All these are within you. They are not outside of you. Don't even think that there is some hell somewhere outside. Right from Gandharva Loka to everything is within you. See, if you ask 99% of the people, say, do you like to hear beautiful songs? They will say, yes, of course. Would you like to sing? At least 50% of them will say, yes, yes, I like to sing a little bit. But not in front of everybody. But there are those people who will have absolutely no problem of singing, isn't it? Similarly, there are people who love to dance. So these are qualities. They are called qualities, isn't it? They are called qualities, no? Every individual has a particular quality. Either he can sing or dance or act or draw or do something like that. So these are whichever loka that you come from. Whichever domain that you come from. That particular quality is a triggered quality in that person. So you will find that there are certain very beautiful singers. These singers can sing because they come from a particular loka. Some some heroines and some heroes, they look very beautiful or handsome. So you will wonder where they come from. They come from this Apsara loka. Okay, I I should not call the men over there, maybe the women over there, but the guys are also very handsome sometimes. They also come from a particular loka. So they are also like that. Then, there are kinder lokas are there. What what are all these lokas that are mentioned? You will find that some people have the qualities of flying. (coughs) Flying in the sense, they love flying, they love going high up in the air. You know? We love climbing, mountain climbing. Some people love that. Some people love cycling. Some people, Every quality that is there, they come from a particular domain. And in that domain, that particular thing is there. Remember, the Lord goes on His Garuda. That is mentioned over there. So, He is going to a particular place. What is Garuda? Garuda is called the Lord of the skies, isn't it? He is the Lord of the skies. He covers the entire earth covers the entire earth in a jiffy like this. What is the earth? I told you the earth is the body itself. This Lord has got the capability of covering the entire being. You know when you see something very beautiful, now you can hear the coils singing outside. Suddenly when you hear the coils, doesn't your whole body tingle? You feel so nice about it. Suddenly, oh my God, this is so beautiful. I love this sound. So imagine if the Lord is standing in front of you. What would happen to you? You will be completely full of harsh, harsh. You know, the sweetness, the beauty of that whole thing will make you melt literally. It is as if this bird has covered the entire sky. It covers from top to toe. All your hair stand at end. Your eyes start watering. Isn't it all that happens? 
as if in a jiffy like this one moment so you will find that all these are there in you not somewhere outside of you so we have some time so can can i continue okay i'll continue for the next time ha huh? yes can you say all these lokas are within us yes and how can you say someone is from particular loka see there is a dominant force no some people have a dominant gene also is it's proved in science that some people have a dominant gene the gene which is dominant will have some people will have green eyes brown eyes black so those dominant portions take over the body you will find that some people are born very thin and they remain thin till they die as much as they eat also nothing happens to them not an iota not half, half a kilo of weight also is put on so at such type of person you will wonder nahi aisa kaisa hai so that is a dominant gene in them so what happens is again singing most of the people have voice like a you know buffalo but there are people who sing you know more beautiful than koyal isn't it then you will say oh my god this is like oh such wonderful song there are some people who can't dance two left feet we call them you know and sometimes some people can dance so beautifully i mean if you see those bharatnatyam dancers or those south indian you know all these uh, i don't know kuchipudi and all this the, the way they move around is so wonderful or you must have seen the ballet dancers how they they literally go on their toes how do they do that you will wonder they have got such a big body on top of it they can just be dancing on their twinkling toes you know how wonderful that is some people can run they are chapal we call them very fast they will run so you know the quality it is a haran it's a, he is coming from a domain which is of this particular and that quality has been enhanced in that particular one see we have all the qualities in us let me tell you this much every person has all the qualities some are developed some are underdeveloped some are not developed at all okay but they are there relevant some of them are so very relevant in the person okay you will find that there are brothers three brothers satva rajas and tamas okay you will find that one person used to sleep all day long six months he will go to sleep and he will eat after six months okay you must have heard of this brother of ravana ha kumbhakarna correct he would sleep for six months now who sleeps for six months the bears you know bears you you know these polar bears and all they all cover themselves up they go to sleep they have eaten for six months and then the next six months they don't eat anything they just fast asleep quality is there this is the quality of tamas rajas ten headed monster i want to own this i want that i want gold he makes lanka sone ki lanka we call it what kind of lanka he makes is the he makes literally like a palace isn't it so this is a person who makes this so rajasik person will be always i am the greatest thing on planet earth so he will always be very very yeah active hyperactive he wants to conquer this think about it a rajasik person who is doing devotional service to the lord can stand on one feet for 10000 years also isn't that what ravana did yes. he went to the kailasha and yes and he stood in front of shiva doing all the, and shiva had to give him finally his atmalinga which you can find in gokarna isn't it <laughs> such a, a rajasik person is always like that
and then you have a sattvic person he says to shri ram i don't want to stay over here after the war is over he says ram i want to come with you i want to come to ayodhya he says no 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 you can't come to ayodhya what am i supposed to do how am i supposed to live without you he says no you have to stay in this kingdom and guard this kingdom and make it prosperous who is this person vibhishan exactly vibhishan so every person has got these three qualities so which one do you want to have all three qualities are there in one person you see sometimes a person he sleeps the whole year long isn't it and then suddenly at the time of examination i am sure you must have seen some children you know they suddenly wake up in the examination full day and night they are just doing study 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 you tell them you know please eat something no i have got exams and these dates are there final day you will find that or there is somebody who is so devoted he will come from college or he will be sitting over there and writing the paper every day teacher said this teacher said that teacher that is satvik in nature rajasik person i know everything i know better than the teacher the teacher doesn't know anything <laughs> i am sure you have some people in our world also no? the teacher has absolutely no idea i know through this you know i did this textbook you know and i read this uh, question paper i know what questions are going to come so we have every family has this thing you know some rajasik some satvik and some tamasik yeah. they are developed qualities in that person and this is what is everybody has all the things thuske rehta hai usme se ek koi to bhi some additional flavor usme rahega correct and that is what it is so do we still have time i don't think we have time anymore so if there is any more questions i'll take or otherwise we can end over here no problem okay so any questions no you can stop <laughs>